0: This is Using the Whole Whale, a podcast that brings you stories of data and technology in the nonprofit world. My name is George Weiner, your host and the chief whaler of wholewhale.com. Thanks for joining
1: us. Hey, everyone. I'm Carisha Martinez, one of the digital advertising whalers here at Whole Whale. Today on the podcast, we have Alan Kramer, who is the co-founder and president of Mobilize. Today we're gonna to be talking about Mobilize, everything that it does, and how nonprofits can optimize their volunteers' journey from recruitment to showing up to the event. Uh, Alan, how are you doing today?
0: Doing great, it's really great to be on the podcast.
1: Awesome, thanks for, ha- thanks for coming. <laughs> um, so let's dive right in. Can you tell me more about Mobilize? What do you do, things like that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Mobilize is the events management and volunteer recruitment platform That connects mission-driven organizations and their supporters. Um, At this point, we've had now over 1,000 organizations and 1.3 million volunteers use the platform just in the last 24 months. As as we were hopping on, I was looking at this. I was going to say 1.2, but just in the last um couple of weeks alone, we've had another 100,000 people uh, use the platform. Um, you know, and, and from an organizational perspective, this includes, you know, big national organizations like the Human Rights Campaign and NARAL to smaller partners like Mission Graduates, an organization in San Francisco that we work with. Um, and our partners use this for all different types of programs. Um, you know, getting their volunteers to go to meetups, um, advocating for, you know, bills uh, around you know, issues that they care about, doing direct service, you know, even things like scheduling uh, tutoring sessions, um, doing trainings, and, and running events across the country to build awareness um, and build community. And, you know, really we think about what we do in kind of three pillars. We talk about making recruiting volunteers easy, increasing volunteer engagement, and taking everything that we do and making it better because of the networks that we're building. So we really think about this network as being comprised of volunteers, organizations, volunteer managers, the sort of people in that work and so we find all of these different ways that I'm sure we'll we'll talk about to to turn that historical base of people into the, an asset and a benefit for anyone that's on our platform. You know, so I think that's a quick summary of what we do and and where we are.
1: Awesome, yeah. And I think we all can figure out why volunteering is so important for nonprofits, but from Mobilize's perspective, why does recruitment really matter for an organization?
0: Yeah, uh, you know, as you alluded to, we know that more people means that you can do more work, right, and have more impact. The organizations that we work with are doing such critical things that having more volunteers means that they can deliver more service, or they can, um, you know, really scale up the issues that they care about. But one thing that we've seen a lot is, you know, organizations know that they need people, but often end up waiting for the people to come to them instead Mm -hmm. of proactively attracting new people and deepening the relationships with their existing supporters. Um, And so we've been seeing a couple of trends and are sort of actively encouraging this, but really metrics that people are starting to look at more and more is kind of the number of shifts per volunteer. Are they staying engaged over time? The number of first-time volunteers really being proactive about tracking on an ongoing basis the number of new people you're bringing into your program, the amount of list growth you're getting from your volunteering. One of the things that uh, we do is we get volunteers to bring their friends. And so something that we see more and more of our partners tracking, but also, you know, many organizations in general tracking is the degree to which their volunteering program is actually helping them grow their list. Um, And then also tracking conversion. If someone has interest in volunteering, if they're hitting your website, you know, what is the percentage of those people that actually sign up, show up, come back, bring a friend, donate. Um and and so with that in mind, with all of these metrics in mind, we just really think that, you know, and deeply believe that organizations should always be recruiting, you know, always asking your supporter base to be more involved in your work. Um this sets the expectation with them, you know, it's sort of like training your list, your supporter base almost to know the ways in which they can support. And one of the things that, you know, when we first started uh, talking about this idea of always be recruiting, you know, some people would say, well, you know, we're also sending a lot of fundraising emails and I I can't ask them too many things, you know, to, you know, it, it'll conflict with the rest of our objectives. And what we've seen is that it's really not antithetical to cultivating donor relationships. Um, we see that a lot of our, you know, a lot of the volunteers that, that are, you know, supporting these organizations are also their donors. And also we've seen this really interesting link between Events or, or sort of shifted volunteer work and donations. Um, we've built out this sort of redirect. So after someone signs up for an event, you can prompt them to donate to your organization. We see fifteen to twenty percent of people, you know, initiating that donation, and you know, it makes a lot of sense. We think about events or these sort of moments as highly engaging. Uh, content, right? I've just said that I'm going to show up in a place, dedicate hours of my time. And if you are telling me that the, the other way that I can support your organization is donating, then it's pretty likely I'm pretty engaged I'm pretty bought in at that moment. And so, um, you know, we really, that's one of the reasons why we, we talk a lot about this, always be recruiting sort of mantra. Um, the more often you can put in front of your supporters, ways that they can be supporting your organization. Um, you're really building this supporter base cultivating it deepening those relationships and then driving some of those metrics that that I mentioned um you know a little bit earlier
1: yeah I love that point especially talking about ask and how big you can or how much you can really ask your donors or even volunteers and kind of thinking of them as already in the smallest part of that funnel like you said yep absolutely all of these out giving all of these hours of my time that are honestly priceless
0: Yeah, so wouldn't
1: <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh-huh. And, you know, I think the, the the thing that we see on that is, you know, programs at a certain scale are also starting to get even more sophisticated about, you know, how they're segmenting their list and things like that. So if mm-hmm. so you're a person that I know is going to volunteer and donate, you know, maybe I'm more willing to you three emails a week as opposed to just one a month, you know, mm. and put those people in that spectrum based on how much they're engaging and getting sophisticated over time. And we've been sort of supporting some of our partners with, with some of that ability to help segment their list by, you know, some of the uh, ways that we help them integrate their data and, and things like that.
1: Yeah. I also love what you said about these kind of metrics, like looking at number of shifts over time, the number of first-time volunteers, the amount of list growth you've been getting, like Volunteers bringing their friends or families to come to these kind of volunteering events. Do you have any case study or story really about an organization that you've worked with where you've optimized their volunteer recruitment process and you've seen these kind of metrics grow? And what were the tools that you used to optimize that?
0: Absolutely. Um, so one of our one of our big national organizational partners um, has about, you know, three million members. They're, they're sort of relatively uh, well-known brand, large-scale organization, but actually, interestingly, relatively small staff, um, you know, nationally only had, you know, five, 10 people involved in sort of that volunteer cultivation. So one of the things that they, you know, when we first started talking to them saw that they didn't have an ability to at scale, translate the energy around their organization into signups for volunteer activity. Right? They had the events on the ground. They had the member meetups. They had, you know, their lobby days. In this case, it was an advocacy organization. Um, but they were also running sort of more standard volunteer activities and awareness campaigns. And so they had the energy. They had the events, but you know that that connecting the dots there was was a challenge. And so. What we saw, um, they rolled out Mobilize and made Mobilize the sort of main events platform for all of their work. Their sort of small organizing staff started creating all of their events and Mobilize, posted it to their branded page, you know, that's hosted on our platform. Um, and over the course of six to nine months, saw a triple, a 3x increase in the amount of volunteer shifts that were being scheduled um, on an ongoing basis. Because of that ability to really connect the energy to, uh, you know, the work that they were already doing, but didn't really have the the tools to connect the dots. Um, And so we've been super excited to see case studies like that, um, where we've been able to help really just by, again, connecting those dots. We also do a lot about, um, you know, a lot of things around conversion optimization. would love to to get into that um, in a little bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, let's get into it. Let's talk about these conversions. Great.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, you know, one thing that we think about, and I mentioned this sort of at the top, one of the pillars of of our work is increasing volunteer engagement. And we think about this as the full journey of that volunteer, signing up, showing up, bringing friends, coming back, donating at the highest rates possible. Um, And for us, we measure the full funnel. We really measure every single step of that process. If someone touches your you know as an organization if someone touches your mobilized platform your branded mobilized platform we're tracking the rates at which they click around you know do they sign up um do they show up we actually you know do a lot to automate communications to actually figure out if they showed up so we for example we email and text message someone after their event to figure out, you know, and ask them how was their experience. And we also have an option that was, I did I wasn't actually there. Um, and so we use this to sort of figure out how their experience was. Um, and so we're thinking about this full journey. Um, and, you know, what that allows us to do is drive up conversion. Because the thing that we've seen is, you know, you t- take any of one of the products that you use sort of in the quote unquote commercial realm, right? You know, a product for your business, or, you know, even as a consumer, those products are all massively optimized to make sure that you can find content that's relevant to you, make sure your experience is super clear, um, and so that you actually, you know, complete your purchase if you're, you know, in a consumer context or or sort of take whatever action is needed. And so we really think about, you know, the same methodology applied to volunteering. So just to give you a couple of examples, you know, little things like, uh, you know, when you hit your mobilized feed, we're we're launching, we did a small experiment. We're constantly running dozens dozens of, you know, A-B tests at low percentages Mm -hmm. of traffic to see what's working and testing things out um, across, you know, the millions of site visitors that we get on a a monthly basis now. Um, So we're constantly testing. One thing that we tested recently was, what happens if I try and show you even more relevant events to you? So we use your IP address to show you events that are closest to you. Instantly in tests, we saw con- conversion to signing up going up by 14%. And it's and so we're about to roll that out to everyone now because it works um, and we know that statistically, uh, you know, at a, at a statistically significant level. Um, it's just sort of one example, and that's a broader theme for us: is how can we make sure that for volunteers, we're serving them events uh, and volunteer opportunities that are most relevant to the the things that we know about them. A thing that's really you know powerful on the back of that is you know, thinking about, we now have 1.3 million volunteers that have used our platform. We know something about them. Um, We know the types of actions they want to take. In many cases, we know, you know, the friends that they've brought with them. We know the types of organizations they've volunteered with. Now, if I come back to, you know, another organization, let's say I'm also a part of that organization, and I come back to the Mobilize platform for them, um, you know, we can start to apply that same personalization to your experience over here. Uh, and as that number of volunteers grows over time, the, the percentage of any sort of organization that we work with, the percentage of their supporters that we can tailor their experience to, is just going to keep growing. Another experiment, just to, to talk a little bit about, because we've been just doing so much of this in the last, you know, four to six weeks alone, um, we, we passed it out, if, as soon as you sign up, showing you three more events or volunteer opportunities that are going to be relevant to you, based on location, based on the types of events that you've um, signed up for in the past. That alone increased signups by about 10%. Um, and we did that in a couple of different places. We do it right when you sign up We're testing out doing it after you leave positive feedback on your event. So sort of closing that full loop, getting you plugged into the next thing. And then another theme that we've been testing out a lot is how do we increase the rate at which people bring their friends? This currently drives about 15% of all signups from the platform. Um, but we think that this very well could be you know, go up to being fifty percent, if not more, and really because uh, we know that volunteering is a super social activity. Um, people want to volunteer with their friends. No one really wants to volunteer alone uh, or or I should say you know relatively few people want to volunteer alone. Certainly, when I volunteer, I want to go with friends and you know have someone there to with me to share the experience. And so, um we're starting to do a lot more to make it even easier. We launched native share sheet, uh, you know, on the, on the web, on the web. Uh, So, you know, if I want to go share this, it just uh, pops up and I can use my text messaging app or whatever my most common apps are. That alone increased um, social sharing by 7%. So again, we're trying to find all of these different ways over time that we can increase engagement as much as possible. And those, again, were just in the last four weeks that we did that leading to, you know, call it a 15 to 20% increase in engagement. Um, and we're just compounding that over time. Um, I think that motivation can come sort of intrinsic, wake up and say, hey, I want to do something meaningful today. But more often than not, and this comes back to the always be recruiting sort of theme or or motto. Um, you know, see more and more organizations really focusing on and, and believe that organizations should be focused on, you know, putting those asks and those opportunities, you know, in your inbox. In your text messages you know on social media wherever else it is so let's start there you know the media the, the motivation is there someone you either have that motivation or someone has asked you to do something um, you then you know in in our platform you land on the feed of events all of the different opportunities um, ways that you can get involved with the organization that that you care about um, you then find one that's relevant to you. So we really think a lot about this search and discovery uh, experience, you know, tailored to you as best as possible over time. You sign up. We then automate a lot around that. So we send you a registration email. We automate a confirmation, making sure that you're actually going to show up. Um, we encourage you to bring your friends, as we've talked a little bit about. You then show up at the event or at the volunteer opportunity. We're Uh, launching a a redesigned check-in process. So that showing up is really important. And then organizations obviously want to be collecting that data, making sure they know that you're there. So that's, you know, sort of, let's call it step three, right? Step one is motivation. Step two is kind of pre-event sort of sustaining. Um, Then step three is actually showing up and taking the action um, and making sure that we're recording that data. Step four is that sort of immediate post-event or post-volunteer opportunity, sort of making sure that we're building on that relationship. So, hey, you just, you know, came and showed up at a place to do something that, you know, we told you was going to be important. How did you feel about it? And really making sure that we're closing that loop. And then what we see is that, you know, that creates the jumping off point to whatever the next thing is. And, you know, it's really an iterative cycle where then, you know, the next time there's a real need, or, you know, maybe it's an ongoing, um, you know, volunteer opportunity. Maybe it's a, Food bank shift that you're going to do on a weekly basis, um, you know, we think that all of those pieces are, are really important. Um, and so I tend to think about it in, in those steps. And then there are a lot of other things that organizations obviously can and should be doing to build that sort of sustained volunteer base, whether or not that's using a platform like Mobilize that creates sort of the hub for all of their actions. Um, but we also think about it as building community, right? The, we, we always sort of hear in, in sort of organizing terms, right, people come for the work and stay for the people. Um, And, you know, building those relationships, whether or not it's with your volunteer manager or other volunteers or people that you're delivering service to. Um, And so that's sort of a broader, you know, a piece of the broader strategy um, about sustaining and driving that recurrence over time that's a little bit longer term.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I think that really breaks it down into steps, like we said before, that nonprofits, even if they don't use Mobilize, could really hone in on and try and optimize for themselves. So if you were to say, give like top three things that a nonprofit could do to optimize for volunteers showing up or even, yeah, really showing up, what would you say they are?
0: Totally. Um, You know, obviously, uh, we've baked a lot of this into the Mobilize platform, but there are ways to Make sure that you're doing, for example, a, a confirmation program, whether or not that's through text messaging, using a peer to peer or a blast text message tool um, or even an email tool. You know, it can take some work to set that up. Um, we actually help automate that. But definitely we, we think that there's a ton of value in actually getting volunteers to proactively confirm that they're still planning on showing up psychologically, you know, primes them to be uh, to know that they're really committed and that the organization is depending on them. And that sort of depending language is really powerful, right? It's it's not just like, hey, you're doing us a favor. This is a nice to have, like, we need you to show up. And so really capitalizing on that and, and building out some sort of program around that is, is really powerful. You know, we think a lot about that, uh, you know, going back a step, that search and discovery process. How do you make sure that you're showing someone opportunities that are relevant to them, to what they care about, to where they are, you know, and, uh, you know, maybe even over time based on, you know, their friends and, um, you know, who else has volunteered with the organization. I think sort of on the latter half, you know, I think, uh, or sort of after their first volunteer opportunity, or sort of after any volunteer opportunity, really closing that feedback loop, I think that, you know, we've seen, as we've grown, one of our most valuable sort of pulse checks on on our health as an organization has been asking our partners hey how are you how are you feeling about this and and really like making sure that we're following up with people that you know need a little bit of extra help or uh really celebrating the people that are doing a great job and so that you know we see that translating into the volunteer space that follow-up is super important people want to feel valued they want to know that they're sort of seen for the work that they're doing. And, you know, again, that's a thing that we've helped organizations automate. But, you know, for those that, for those folks that aren't on mobilize, you know, definitely building up that sort of follow-up program to ask how they are, we give, send them a short survey, whatever else it may be. And then I think lastly, you know, not to overly harp on the motto of always be recruiting, we think that, you know, people should be using some sort of email, text message, uh, you know, social and social tools to make sure that they're constantly getting out the word about different volunteer opportunities and staying top of mind is really critical because again we've seen that that doesn't make people disinclined to participate in fact it actually builds that and strengthens that relationship with people.
1: Yeah and I think what I really love about Mobilize is this holistic view of a volunteer like we've been talking about this whole time and I think that in a way it's very similar to fundraising it's just a different kind of ask.
0: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. It, it, think about it. It's it's time or it's money and they're both ways that you can support an organization. Some days you're not going to be able to give your time. So maybe you can give some money and and vice versa.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I think that honestly, that's really a big key to getting your volunteers to show up and kind of addressing this flakiness kind of question of why aren't my volunteers showing up? Or, <laughs> where yep, can they be?
0: Absolutely. We've, we've often joked we have. I, I think we did a small test on this at one point. We've often joked we want to do. Um, if you flake on your shift, sending you a donation ask, saying, "Hey, this volunteer shift is actually worth to us." you know, call it $20, um, you know, we're so sorry that you can sh- show up. We're sure that there are all kinds of reasons, but, you know, please help us help us out and, and donate this amount. I, I, we haven't ever scaled this up, but it's sort of always been this kind of running joke that we wanted to do that. Um, and a bunch of our partners have a- actually asked us to do it. So we're, we'll, we'll maybe have an upcoming experiment around it.
1: That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, from taking all of this, I guess, marketing or volunteering and comparing it to fundraising, um, especially with all of the technology and data that you guys at Mobilize use. How do you think technology has improved the organizing experience? Especially thinking maybe 10, 20 years ago to like the beginning of the millennia, that's crazy to say, but <laughs> where the internet wasn't as yeah, as mobile. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. There there are two big areas um, or you know, broad buckets. One is like for the actual staff involved mm. in, you know, Managing the volunteer experience, and I think that this this comes down to a bunch of things, right? One is saving time. You know, what parts of the that process are overly time consuming that we can, whether w- make easier or automate. You know, so again, things like automating confirmations that the Mobilize platform does, you know, is is a, is really powerful, and you know, our partners say saves their staff five to ten hours a week. You know, for each person, sometimes um, depending on the type of program that they're running. It also, you know, technology allows us to collect more accurate data. Um, and make sure that that get you know gotten integrated into all of the different places that it needs to, whatever CRM you're using or or you know anything else. And then other things like you know getting accurate feedback or getting sort of feedback in near real time, we talked a little bit about that. And I think technology has helped with a lot of those different pieces. Um, and then really scaling up communication, right? Ultimately, you know communication tools, and this is sort of often we sit alongside an email tool, a text messaging tool and things like that. You know, even though we automate certain pieces, we often want programs to be able to run their own, uh, you know, communications channels. And, and you know, programs love to do that. And so I think just the ability to really be, you know, tailored in someone's inbox is a very powerful, um, very powerful thing. And ultimately what that allows, you know, the volunteer manager to do or, or an organization staff overall to do is focus on the parts of their jobs that are very unique, right? Building relationships with volunteers, training volunteers, Uh um, the things that, you know, really can't be automated. And we see that a lot as, you know, kind of a core part of our mission is making sure that people have the time to do the sort of higher order parts of their jobs versus sort of getting stuck in in sort sort of very manual processes and really strengthening the organizations at that level. Um, The other big thing that we think a lot about is building out, technology has uniquely enabled us to build networks. um, Uh And Mobilize specifically, you know, we've talked a little bit about this. Mobilize is both a, you know, best-in-class tool set for any individual organization to engage their supporters, but Mobilize is also a network, right? Uh You know, Sally that signs up with you know, organization A, if organization B, you know, if she's also a supporter of organization B, she's on her, their email list, Sally comes back to organization B, you know, that, that personalization can be ported over effectively, right? If Sally has a friend that she's brought with her, that friend connection is, is portable. Um, and so that's a really unique property of technology is this ability to sort of unlock our collective capacity by sort of building networks, As opposed to just siloed spreadsheets or, you know, uh, you know, siloed databases, right? We we um, think that that's really powerful. The other part of an of the network that we think about is organizations collaborating with each other. One of the things that's really unique about the Mobilize platform and and pretty uniquely so is this ability for organizations to do what we call cross promote each other's events. So with the click of a button, I can follow your events, and add them to my branded feed. And it gives me more event content. It gives me more things for, you know, my supporters to engage with in a way that's mission aligned uh, with my branding. So, you know, let's say you're an organization that doesn't run events all the time, but you want to engage your supporters with something meaningful in your brand. It's a way to keep people engaged. And vice versa, if you're an organization that runs a lot of events and has a lot of partners, whether or not they're maybe, uh, you know, corporate sponsors that run volunteering programs and things like that, those partners can promote your events and drive their people into their branded page. And you're also getting a copy of that signup data. And so technology uniquely has enabled us to build networks in a way that, you know, has never really been done before. um, And it's something that we spend a lot of time thinking about and putting at the center of our work in, in a lot of different ways.
1: Yeah, I love that. And I'm also wondering about the kind of lift that this kind, this technology would have on an organization, especially thinking about smaller organizations that don't necessarily have this big or even relatively big staff. How easy does Mobilize make it for organizations that have a staff of totally. five to ten integrate this technology into their everyday?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, what we hear from our partners is their staff saves you know, anywhere from five to 10 hours a week, each person, because we're making it really easy to create events. We're automating a bunch of their key workflows. Um, It's just an easier to use product to create your events, post them, Mm. your own branded page. Um, And we're also, you know, if you're someone, if you're an organization that has a CRM, you know, whether or not that's... um, you know, every action or Salesforce or pretty soon Blackbaud, integrating the data from Mobilize into those tools, into those CRMs so that you have that sort of holistic view. Um, and again, also saving people time because before, you know, there's a lot of manual data transfer and things like that. So so we see that as being a really critical thing, even if you're a small organization where that those, those pieces of your day are just easier or automated um, so that you can focus on, the things that are most important.
1: From all the data that you've seen and collected, what do you think is the biggest thing coming this year for volunteering and organizations?
0: So, just through Mobilize alone, we publicly stated that we, we expect to go from somewhere between, you know, about 1.3 million volunteers, as I mentioned, up to four or five million volunteers that have used the Mobilize platform this year alone. So, so one big thing is you know we're here scaling up a lot. Uh, really excited to work with the partners that we work with, and and more broadly, you know I think some of the things that we've been talking to, even for those folks that aren't unmobilized, I think in many cases hold true. You know, pushing into new recruitment channels, really trying to engage supporters across all different channels um, where they are, is going to continue to be uh, more and more the standard um, over the course of this year in particular. Um, I you know see a lot of our partners making that shift or really fleshing out those programs even further. Um, I think people more and more are going to be looking for platforms that can speak in terms of results, right can talk about the conversion optimization can really say, hey, I'm helping you track this data and you know I, I can talk in terms of results because we're tracking it um, you know and and I think along with that, really making sure that uh, people are, you know, I, I see more and more nonprofits and and organizations of all sizes and scales really saying, hey, we want the best tools because, you know, we have this staff and we know that they're spending a lot of time on some of these manual tasks. And so am I really getting the most for my investment there? Am I really, you know, I'm spending a lot of money, but am I am I actually giving them the tools that they need? So really people looking at, you know, a range of different ways that they can support them by having the best tools and making sure all of the data gets integrated. So I know that you asked for one, but I gave you a few.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Always better than one. (laughs) Awesome. I think that's a great place to wrap up. Um, Great. Yeah. But we're not finished yet. We're going to move on to our rapid fire round. I'm just going to ask you. (laughs) Don't be scared. They're all pretty easy. (laughs) Um, Okay, cool. I'll just ask you a bunch of questions. I have about 30 seconds, more or less, to answer them. Um, Are you ready?
0: Great. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Cool. What is one tech tool or website that you or your organization started using in the last year?
0: Um, Our team switched a lot over to Asana in the last year, and it's been a game changer for project management, for any sort of cross-functional work you know, the ability to assign tasks at due dates, all the email alerts. It's, it, we're, we're a big fan of Asana. And I personally just moved all of my own stuff over and, and I love it.
1: Yeah. Everyone here at Whole Whale uses Asana and we love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, are there any tech issues you're battling with right now?
0: Less so issues. I think we just, you know, as a, as a company continue to invest a ton in uh, scalability and security. Um, you yeah. know, we have millions of site visitors, uh, you know, along that's only increasing, you know, as we talked a little bit about the trajectory. So um, it's less of an ongoing tech issue or a tech battle, but it's definitely just a place where we're investing a lot, maybe even uh, sort of relative to our, our size, you know, we have a, a of our, about Like 20, 30% of our engineering efforts continue to focus on this uh, area of scalability and security. So definitely something, a a big investment for us.
1: Mm, Awesome. What's coming in the next year that has you most excited?
0: I think I'm very excited to see the number of volunteers in general that take action this year. Mm. Um, But, you know, also I think obviously we're very excited uh to to see the numbers through the mobilized platform continue to increase we you know as i mentioned expect to hit you know four to five million volunteers uh by the end of this year that have used mobilized so we're, we're very excited about that
1: yeah and with all the elections i'm sure it's a big year for volunteering
0: <laughs> just a little bit
1: <laughs> um can you talk about a mistake you made earlier in your career that shapes the way you do things now
0: i've made so many mistakes i don't know i i would say i kind of love my job and so i figure it all worked out okay i don't know if there's anything specific um but i feel like you know you just kind of always make mistakes and hopefully learn from them i don't know if there's any any singular thing
1: Mm. yeah (laughs) i feel that (laughs) do you think ngos can successfully go out of business
0: It's an interesting question what do most people answer to this
1: Lot of
0: yeses yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know i think i i think we've seen even just in the last couple of years some of our partners have merged with each other which i think is really interesting really thinking about you know how do you take your base of supporters around sort of aligned missions and what does that merger path look like where you can say hey you know you have you know, 50,000 volunteers or supporters, and we have, you know, 20,000 volunteers, our missions are actually pretty aligned, Um, you know, is there a way that we could merge? So whether or not it's going out of business or or sort of other clever um, or sort of strategic combinations, we definitely, you know, have seen that happen a a number of times and think that there's a lot of room for it when, when it, you know, in, in some cases, when it makes sense, when there's real alignment.
1: Yeah, I've heard that answer too. (laughs) Which I think, in a way, is kind of going out of business. Let's just say you had yeah, a some tub-
0: way, shape, or form.
1: Yeah, exactly. Let's just say you had a hot tub time machine back to the beginning of your work. What advice would you give yourself?
0: Yeah, there are a lot of things that I would would have put in place earlier if I knew that we were going to grow as fast as we did. I think you know we sort of it kind of took us a little while to figure out that there was a path to growing to you know be the size that we are now. Or you know we our team's 30 people we're going to be you know 40 pretty soon and you know little things that turned out to be big things I would have put brought on a recruiter much earlier um as just one example we've gone through quarters where we've added you know 10 people in a quarter and I just it, it was very painful at times to think that we had to do that all ourselves and also I think you know when we have had brought on a recruiter it's just made our um you know, talent sourcing much more effective, much more equitable, and something that you know is just one small example of the type of thing that I certainly would have done earlier, um, you know, or will do the next time around.
1: Right, that's a good one. What's something you think you or your organization should stop doing?
0: We've gotten better at focusing on fewer goals, uh, but I would say that this is something that every organization that I interact with could you know, continue to come back to and revisit and and sort of. Make sure that they're continuing to do that, and I think that the same goes for us. I think we've we've gotten much better at this, um, as we really sort of see a very clear path for the next year and and sort of have a clear plan in place. But definitely, every organization I know, and and that goes for us, could be certainly focusing on fewer goals and and sort of uh, you know setting higher higher ambitions for those goals. Mm.
1: Yeah, I really like that one. We talk a lot about like reach goals versus just impossible goals.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's say you had a Harry Potter wand for the industry. What would you do?
0: Mm-hmm. I, I love this question. I mean, I certainly think that um, you know we're we're excited to see more and more organizations come onto the Mobilize platform. Um, but I think a lot of the a lot of the so that's at least a, a sub answer, or a part of an answer. But you know, I think in general a lot of the themes that we talked about always be recruiting. Mm-hmm. You know, leveraging platforms that are really designed for conversion optimization and engagement and really can prove out the metrics for how they do that. You know would' love to see more more folks continuing to bring that as part of the expectation for any any of their technology partners. Um I think that that's a, that's a big thing and obviously a thing that we just care a lot about.
1: Awesome. And how did you get started in the social impact?
0: I've always been interested in in this broad, broadly defined social impact or social enterprise space. Um, but my first job out of college was at a company called Assured Labor that connected low and mid-wage workers with jobs through text messaging and a web platform um, in emerging markets. I actually lived in Mexico City for for a couple of years and Brazil for a little while, helping build out this platform uh, and just learned a lot about, uh, you know, building out networks and, and, you know, sort of technology platforms. Um, but really saw the power of if you could if you can scale up uh, a network and a technology platform, the type of impact you can have and really just fell in love with that as a as a place to focus my career, but also just sort of a like vector for change and really supporting a lot of the great work that's that's happening. Um, and I think it informed a lot about, you know, how we've approached things at PublicLive.
1: This next question is probably my favorite rapid fire question. What advice would you give college grads looking to enter the social impact sector?
0: Oh, that's a great question. Um, so a couple of things. I think about sort of I always use this expression like following the breadcrumbs. I I found sort of I had an, I had a couple of inclinations and things that I kind of wanted to test out and I just kind of looking back, you know, hindsight's 2020, 20, but the thing that I found was that everything kind of led to the next thing and sort of trusting a little bit that it's going to work out and following, you know, some of your instincts. So, you know, Uh, take the riskier internship and you know with the person that you think is great and think will mentor you and coach you um Mm -hmm. and then see what comes from that and see what you liked about it and you know you're going to learn something about that theme and you know you don't have to over optimize and over engineer the perfect answer to these things but really Mm -hmm. sort of following your gut on on where those breadcrumbs lead you I think is certainly that something that when I look, when I look back, it's like maybe a thing that I kind of did right, and I, generally, the other piece of advice that I'd sort of give people is not to stress too much about it, like most things, you know, will um, work out, and it really does require just kind of testing some things out.
1: Yeah, that's good advice. The post-grad quarter-life crisis is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Last rapid-fire question, if there's any advice that your parents gave you that you did or did not follow what would it be oh this is a good one um
0: I'm sure you know my my parents were pretty hands-off um except for the time that I told them that I kind of I wanted to like travel across the country by myself as one of my summers and they were just like no you're gonna work Uh, And I think I I was, I was a little annoyed at the time, you know, I was pretty young and I think in retrospect, they were probably right. And also you know, was one of the things that drove me to find one of the next breadcrumbs. So I think it was uh, definitely a a good piece of advice in in retrospect.
1: Yeah. Shout out to them. (laughs) (laughs) That ends our rapid fire round. Um, Thanks so much for playing.
0: (laughs) That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was great.
1: Yeah. They're pretty fun. (laughs) Thank you again for coming on. Where can people find you?
0: Uh, absolutely, anyone can come visit us at mobilizeamerica.io. Um, we'll also be at NTC uh, pretty soon, in, in late March. And um, you know, again, excited to connect with everyone. And you know, we do a mixture of sort of group demos, and we're happy to jump on the phone with anyone, basically at any time. So reach out to us and, and let us know, um, you know, how we might be able to partner.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Alan. This has been great.
0: Thank you so much. This is this is a ton of fun, and and really excited to talk about this stuff. This has been using the whole whale. For more resources on today's show, please visit wholewhale.com/podcast, and consider following us on Twitter at whole Whale. And thanks for joining us.